Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Under the radar. You're listening to Money FM 89.3, and it's now time for Under the Radar with me, Chua Tiantian. Now, nearly 60,000 people, that's the number of trade visitors who attended the first four days of the Singapore Air Show 2024. Now, the number of attendees also dwarfs the previous record set six years ago by about 10%. Now that was when the last full-scale show was held before the event was scaled down in 2020 and 2022 due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Now while the exact number of deals made and the value of them were not disclosed this time round, multiple deals were made at the event. China's Comex sealed an order of 50 planes from Tibet Airlines. APEC carriers such as Thai Airways, Vietjet, and Taiwan Starlux bought 77 planes from major aircraft manufacturers Airbus and Boeing. So, what does this suggest about the recovery of Singapore's mines industry post-pandemic, and how are mines operators positioning themselves for future growth as economic activities come back to life? Well, we're going to pose the questions to the organizer of Singapore Air Show 2024, Xperia Events. Incorporated in 2005, Xperia specializes in conceptualizing and curating trade events of strategic interest that spur industry developments, and also manages the Changi Exhibition Centre. For more, let's speak to Lek Chetlam, Managing Director of Xperia at Chetlam. Welcome. Thank you for having me on this interview. Great to have you on board. And、uh, Chetlam, we've、we'll、briefly talked about Xperia as a company specializing in conceptualizing and curating trade events of. Strategic interests, particularly those that spur industry developments. But let's hear from you. How would you then say、uh, is Xperia's value proposition and business model? Well, I think first and foremost,、um, Xperia events.、Uh, we've got very strong fundamentals.、Uh, that's in event organization and also event management. I think that's the foundation that we are built on. Then, of course, next,、uh, I think we also pride ourselves in having a very good. And deep understanding of the industries of the events that we are handling, so I think that gives us a very、uh, gives us a better insight as to what's happening in the industry, the who's who in the industry, so that we know who do we approach、uh, for the for coming to exhibit our events, and also also very important is how do we curate relevant relevant topics, and so that the show remains relevant to the industry. Then it translates to a value-adding experience for the trade attendees、uh, that attends the events. So I think as long as we can keep these fundamentals strong, make sure that the event is relevant, and then that user experience it's a value-adding one,、uh, I think then we are all you know in a good shape and in good position. Appreciate if you could take us through a、uh, chat, Lam. When You guys organize a business event, a trade show. What are the typical revenue streams? I suppose trade visitors will be one, attendees will be one, as maybe major contracts. Well, I think the key key revenue drivers, as you said, will be the exhibitors. You know, who are paying for the exhibition space. Of course, we'll be working, looking for sponsors、uh, that will sponsor some of our events. You know, defray some of our costs. So I think these are really the key、uh, drivers, and of course. We do quite a fair bit of、uh, butter trades、uh, with whether is it publications or some service providers. So that will also help to kind of lower、uh, our expenditure or outflow. 
So these are really the key business drivers, uh, key business revenue drivers uh, for organizing an event. Mm. And uh, Chitlam, I understand Xperia is owned by ST Engineering, CAAS, Civil Aviation Authority of Singapore, Changi Airport Group, Defence Science and Technology Agency and the EDB Investments. So how would you describe Xperia's positioning within the Singapore's mice industry then? What kind of events do you guys organise and manage aside from the air show? So in addition to the Singapore Air Show, uh, we have a whole host of other events uh, that we either organise or we manage. So we can, we, do, we have uh, Index Asia, that's a Naval Maritime Defence uh, show. So like the Air Show that we have, uh, know that we work with the Air Force. So on the on the mirror side, we also work with the Navy, the Singapore Navy for this uh, Naval Maritime Defence Show, Index Asia. Um, we also have uh, are also working with the Maritime Port Authority of Singapore for their Singapore Maritime Week, um, with uh, NEA for their Clean Environment Summit. Um, also, we have got other events like uh, it's called Tax Free. That's a very high high end travel retail. You know that deals with all means all the products and goods that you see at the in the uh, in the airports. The tax free that means the perfumes, the chocolates, the alcohols. Yeah, so I think it's a event that showcases all these products uh, to all the airport operators and as to what they can expect to see from the latest uh, pre- latest products from the brands uh, that are usually are present at the airport. Um, other than that, we also have a whole host of other events at the Changi Exhibition Centre itself. So we have uh, held concerts there before, uh, car events, car launches. Um, so I think there are, there are many things that are ongoing. And for example, at, at Changi Exhibition Centre, we had uh, the world's fastest electric car that was there that was hosting an event. So I think really the list is quite wide. Activities are quite wide. And uh, yeah, really the excitement doesn't end for us. So it's a whole range of activities and events that we organize and manage. Mm. Would it be right to say that uh, against other mice operators in Singapore, experience positioning is more towards uh, garnering uh, public sector projects or working with the public sector in uh, getting its lineup of uh, events? I would say it's I would say it's a mix. Yes, we do have uh, quite a fair bit of uh, events that we work with uh, the authorities and agencies. Uh, like I meant, but also I think we do have our other events, you know, if uh, the, for example, the tax-free is a commercial event. All the events at Changi Exhibition Centres are all commercial events too. So I think we have a good mix of both uh, those that we work uh, with the agencies and those that are all more on the commercial front. Yeah. Mm. And I do want to zoom in on uh, the Singapore Air Show 2024 at Chetlam. Nearly 60,000 trade attendees were there in the first four days of the event. How does this compare to previous years? I believe it was 10% more than the previous full-scale show in 2018. So how does this suggest about the rate of recovery of the mice industry post-pandemic? I think it's, uh, yes, the mice industry is one, but I think it's more reflective of the recovery of the aviation industry. I think we have seen um, the recovery of the aviation industry post-COVID. And I think now we are talking about the growth across, uh, you know, the future years down. So I think the it's it's really a, a optimistic forecast. Uh, so Airbus forecast that this region, the Asia-Pacific region, will account for more than 45% of the new aircraft deliveries from 2023 to 2042. So I think that is really a sign of uh, that the Asia-Pacific is a key driver that's going to drive this growth. 
So I think with that, that kind of backdrop, um, and Singapore and Singapore Airshow uh, having its locality, location, you know, really in the midst of Asia Pacific. And of course, our connectivity uh, from Singapore out and from the Asia Pacific in, uh, I think Singapore and Singapore Airshow is the, really the ideal place for all the exhibitors, the trade visitors to come and also use Singapore Airshow as a springboard to get into the Asia Pacific market. So I think that really accounts for the record uh, number of trade attendees uh, that we have seen uh, at Singapore Airshow 2024. Mm. Okay, and if we look at the breakdown of trade attendees uh, by demographics and the geographical markets they come from right at Chitlam, what does it say about the evenness or the unevenness of tourism recovery, business travel recovery post-pandemic? Okay, I think what we have seen in twenty uh, Singapore Airshow 2024, pretty much the same uh, as what we have seen uh, in 2018. That means the one in pre-COVID. Um, because I think it, the distribution uh, also is also a reflection of where the market is for the aviation industry. So I think we, for example, the exhibitors pretty much constant. We have got like 30% from Americas. We have got 30% from Europe. And then the rest uh, really from Asia Pacific, this part of the world. So I think that that is pretty stable, uh, what we have seen. Um, it's just that, uh, as I said, the numbers uh, we are seeing is more, but I think the distribution roughly the same as what we have seen uh, pre-COVID. Yeah, I think it just signifies the stability or the or the ra- rather the stable distribution of business and the uh, number of uh, companies that are in the, uh, you know, distributed amongst uh, around the world. Um, Chetlam, also it appears that we are seeing a growing Chinese presence at the Singapore Air Show this year. About 40 aviation companies taking part, 31 of them coming together to set up a country pavilion for the first time. Now, we've talked about travel recovery in China quite a lot on the show, but how would you read into this where business travel is concerned? So, um, from what we have seen at Singapore Air Show 2024, um, yeah, the Chinese were out in full force uh, at this most recent edition of the Singapore Air Show. Uh, example, Comex 919, C919 and the ARJ21, they made their first uh, maiden flight at the International Air Show. Um, also, Kartix Z10, the helicopter, they also chose Singapore Air Show to make their first international debut uh, on static display. I think these are votes of confidence uh, for Singapore Air Show. Um, but I think it's also a show of a, a kind of a, a opportune time that the Chinese are coming out and showing the rest of the world that they are ready to showcase their products, their technologies, their capabilities to the rest of the world. So I think it's time. I think they are going out on a very aggressive uh, outward push beyond China. So I think this is going to be a, a, a very interesting space to watch as to how they're going to progress uh, through the years going forward. Now, I believe, uh, Chetlam, the exact number of deals made at the event and the value of them were not disclosed uh, since, I believe, 2018, if I'm not wrong. But multiple deals were made at this year's Singapore Air Show, according to reports. Um, China's COMEX sealed an order of 50 planes from Tibet Airlines. The two big players, Airbus and Boeing, sold 77 planes to APEC carriers like Thai Airways, Vietjet and Taiwan Starlux. How would you then describe the reception of this year's installment of Airshow 2024? Well, I think this, uh, the deals you mentioned, I think it shows a, a, it's a, it's a reflection of the forecast 
that both uh, Airbus and Boeing is making, that Asia Pacific is it is the region or is the area that's going to drive the growth. So you have saw, you have as you said, you have seen uh, Tibet Airlines making their purchases. You know all the uh, Thai Thai Airways and all that making their purchases. So I think it really is a time whereby we are witnessing or we are seeing uh, the actions or the forecast that the growth is coming. Airlines are really looking at their expansion plans, looking at the the future plans of their flight routes. Um, of course, their own inventory as to how much planes, how many planes they have now, and they are making you know the the necessary purchases and in in terms of trying to meet the growing demand that is being forecasted. So I think really it's a show of the recovery and a strong and sustained recovery in the Asia Pacific region. Mm, right. If you're just tuning in, we're now in conversation with Lek Chit Lam, Managing Director at Xperia. And uh, Chetlam, Singapore Air Show 2024 aside, right? What is the demand for Xperia's uh, event management or uh, event organization services right now? And what is the event pipeline for the firm for the year of 2024? 2024, it's going to be a busy year for us. Uh, we have got back-to-back events uh, since after the air show from now till about maybe the third quarter of this year. I think we have got back-to-back events. So we are pretty much uh, occupied and tied up. And uh, after that, after that, I think we're going to shift our focus to Index Asia 2025. Um, it happens, Index Asia 2025 happens in May. Uh, so from now to May, it looks like a long time away. But uh, trust me, time flies very quickly and there are just so many aspects, uh, so many aspects, so many moving parts that we need to uh, get ourselves ready. So actually, our focus, yeah, after the third quarter or so, will shift uh, primarily to Index Asia. But I think all the preparatory work is really also being done now so that we can get our, all the pieces in place uh, ready for not just this year's events for the next uh, four, five or six months, but also getting ready for uh, 2025. So I think there are many, many uh, activities that are ongoing, many, many planning Many, many execution things, uh, they are ongoing. And as I always say, you know, the for us, as an events management company, the action and the excitement doesn't stop. Yeah. Mm. And uh, don't mind me following up, uh, Chetlam, two parts to this question. You talked about being busy all the way to Q3 before you focus on 2025. So how does this momentum compare against a pre-pandemic situation? And the second part of the question is, what are the key learnings from Airshow 2024? How do you intend to use the learnings to improve the quality of your events or to enhance workflow efficiencies for your future pipeline? I would say uh, level activity, level of busyness, um, I think we are back to where we were, where we were before, uh, pre-COVID, uh, means 2018, you know, region or so. Uh, so I think it's good for us, good for the mines industry, also good for the industry as a whole. Yeah, And your other question about learning points, of course, we're always uh, looking, having post-event analysis uh, to understand where, where are the things that went well. Of course, more important is where the things that did not go so well. And we'll pick up from there and learn. And it's a whole range. You know, it could be crowd management, it could be traffic management, it could be security, and of course, also the event itself. You know, have we curated contents uh, that is relevant and interesting to the attendees, 
and is our as our overall team uh, is it relevant does it resonate uh, with the attendees that comes to the show so all these are things that we look at uh, to better understand to break it down and the things that are good let's improve on it, on, on it and of course things that are not so good we better improve more on it uh, so that we can get better and better as we progress uh, to our future events. Mm. And let's take a look at the road ahead, uh, Chet Lam. According to Coherent Market Insights, Singapore's mines market is projected to grow from some $3.82 billion US dollars in 2023 to $6.97 billion US dollars by 2030. We are talking about a CAGR here of 9% from 2023 to 2030. How far do you agree with this assessment? What is the CAGR and the growth drivers uh, for Xperia right now? Okay, yeah, I've seen the report. Um, I, I think my, my okay, that, that's going to be growth for sure. Uh, but my, my own view is just a personal take. Maybe the compound annual growth rate, maybe not so high at nine. You know, I, I would say maybe one or two percentage points lower. Uh, but I think that's really also very good, strong, sustained growth. It's all about us, uh, the players, making sure that we contribute and we, you know, get our events going. Um, so the second question about the growth, um, for us Xperia, yes, we are also going to grow uh, in tandem with the industry as a whole. And I think really what we're going to focus on, uh, like I always mentioned, is making sure that our events, our content stays relevant in industry. And I believe, I strongly believe that once we get this in place, uh, that the industry sees value in the events that we organize, the, the user experience is a value-adding one. The rest will take care of itself. So I think that's really our focus, keeping relevant to the industry and making sure that the user experience is a value-adding one for all our attendees. Mm. And don't mind me sidetracking a little, uh, Chetlam. We've recently seen news of how the upcoming Taylor Swift concerts in Singapore got the support of authorities in the form of a grant. As a mines operator yourself, how important is government support in helping experience secure a quality pipeline of events and to keep the mines industry vibrant? Well, of course, government support is always very important, right? It's, it's paramount and it's important because with the support, then I guess it sets a tone of how aggressive you want to be in going out to secure a particular event, be it the local event or being securing a, a new overseas event uh, into Singapore. Right, I guess with the incentives, I guess we all it helps to defray some costs. It helps us to be a bit a lot more aggressive uh, in going out to secure it. So that's one way to help uh, incentives, you know, and 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 grants and all that. It's one way to help the mines mines operators to make the business case uh, more viable. So I think if that's all that, then the the it helps. Uh, in terms of the organizer wanting to go out there and then get more quality products in, as you uh, more quality shows, as you as you mentioned, and I think we all know once all these um, mega events or high quality events comes into Singapore, I think that's always a good spin-off effect uh, for the rest of the economy. So I think that drives the growth, that drives really benefits for the entire Singapore and Singapore's economy. Right. And finally, before we let you go, uh, Chet Nam, what are your top priorities for Xperia for the year of 2024 then? 2024, um, like I, I think to me, it's a very recurring trend, making sure that our shows are relevant, our content stays relevant, and uh, ensuring 
that the user experience for all our trade attendees coming to our show is a value-adding one. As I always strongly believe, we get these two things in place, everything else will take care of itself. Mm, so always going back to the fundamentals. Uh, thanks a lot, Chet Lam. That was Lek Chet Lam, Managing Director at Xperia. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.